Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to Rogue Opinions. My name is Jimmy Baxter. I'm Nathan Greenaway. And I am Scott McLeod. Yeah, something's not right here. Something's not right. Wait, hold on. Let's 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 run that back a second. I'm definitely Scott McLeod. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely drinking White Claw. Okay. Yeah, I, definitely, I definitely sound like a domestic. Yeah, I feel yeah. Like, I feel like we fucked this up. Hang on. Ooh, okay, best. hold on. Let's let's run that back. We'll run that back. We got we got this this time. We got this. Okay. Okay. Hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome back to Rogue Opinions. My name is Scott McLeod. I'm Jimmy Baxter. And I'm Rahul Asnani. <laughs> no? Shit. No. Shit. Fuck. Yeah. We'll, really... we'll get this right eventually. We'll we'll uh, get it. We'll get it. Third, we'll get third it. time third time's jump. Third time's jump. Okay. Hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome back to Rogue Opinions. My name is Nathan. I'm Scott. And I'm Jimmy. That one that felt, felt good. That felt right. That yeah. one felt that one felt tighter and succinct for sure. Yeah, that felt like a warm mitten on a winter's night. Um, but you guys know, like we we've been locked in this room debating the follow like the the intricate tournament for wrestler entrances the last couple of weeks, and now is the time that we find out who the winner is. We say that, but. It, what it actually ended up being was Jimmy just made us watch the musical Annie <laughs> three times in a row. Well, because you gotta, us... you gotta watch the original, and then you gotta watch that newer one. You know what I'm talking about? And then you gotta go back and watch the original again just to, you know, differentiate. So, yeah. So we 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 haven't really been thinking about wrestlers' entrances, but. Jamie Foxx was very good. In the Isn't he one. always? Isn't he always? Except for in that Spider-Man film. We don't talk about that. Oh, I touched a nerve. Uh, we, got, Scott, we got the one true uh, Spider-Man back, and that's all that matters. True. Scott, how's Iron Brew? Still not as sugary as it once was, although they have introduced Iron Brew Energy, which tastes like if you took a regular like can of iron brew before they changed the wrestling, mix it with a can of monster energy. That's what that tastes like. It's got a really weird aftertaste to it. So is um, it like an orange monster? Something like that. I mean, I remember I was rushing to where I needed to be and I had a can of it with me. So I had the, my heart pounding from when I was running and then I took a sip of that, which didn't help. Like I feel like, I feel like it was just going to burst out my chest. I like. I think I did not think this through. Did people get confused in Glasgow when they saw a human running? <laughs> God damn! <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. That, we're not that closed off from the rest of the world that we can't. We're confused by someone running. Yeah, Nathan. They have TV in in Scotland. They've definitely seen people running before. <laughs> yeah, but not in real life. No, of course not. I mean. What I would admit, it's weird to see someone running in Glasgow without the police chasing them, like after them. Like, <laughs> if the you, idea, of, the idea of someone running on their own volition is a foreign concept. So you're just running down the street all by yourself, and then after a couple seconds, you just hear somebody behind you going, "I think you lost them, mate." Just <laughs> <laughs> see someone just going, "Hey, was that person walking?" He's walking, but faster. That's my attempt at a Scottish accent. I'm sorry, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I either attempted a Scottish accent or I just had a stroke. I'm not sure which. <laughs> did, you, did you smell toast? Well, I think the problem is I didn't commit because I'm not sure if I'm ready to try accents on the podcast yet. No. Nah. Definitely not. I don't think I'm ready. Not ready to commit yet. But um, what we are ready to commit to is the B block. B block. B, B block. Go, go, go. B block. B, B block. block. Go, go. Oh, okay. Who's the Curtis Axel and who's the Bo Dallas of this of this freeway and who's just not involved? Oh, can I be not involved? Sure. I like him. I like him a lot. I like not. You can involved. be. You can be WWE vacant. Oh, I wish. I wish. That's was, such a good. That's such a good Twitter account. <laughs> there, was, there was Sir. There was Sir Paul Dallas, Sir Curtis Axel, and the aptly titled Sir not appearing in this film. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just as a as a PSA, go back and, if you've not already, go back and listen to Block A. So we won't spoil who won Block A. But for those that haven't listened to that, we're doing a tournament, but. In two separate brackets, two brackets of eight. So if your favourite doesn't appear in this bracket, maybe they're in block A, or maybe they're not as good as you think they are. And uh, so the winner of block A at the end of this bracket will face block B, but we do encourage you to check back through the archives, listen to every single second of audio we've done, but specifically block A before you listen to this one. I feel like I've covered it. Surely. At the end, when we put Block B winner against a Block A winner, they'll they'll know who won Block A if they haven't listened to it already. Well, not if they pause this one, go listen to Block A, and then come back to this one after, so they know who block the Block A winner beat. But how can we trust that they'll come back? I, I have separation anxiety, and I don't want them to go back and then not come back to this one. Yeah, you're right, actually. We shouldn't do this. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> We're too, no, no, anxious, no, 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 no. too anxious to do Block B. Well, if you don't want to listen to Block A and you want spoilers, then you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> we did a lot of hard work, and we argued a whole bunch yeah, on that last exactly. one. So uh, let's start filling out Block A's bracket. bracket sorry, we got eight slots to fill out Jimmy. Well, to explain, we're each going to get two each, and then we're going to argue the other two for who deserves in. But, Jimmy, to start with you, who would you like to nominate for the bracket? Um, I will fill out the bracket randomly. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Alistair Black for this one. I think uh, in this age of, uh, like, the, the newest crop of guys who've come up from... NXT, that's, this is a guy that they've definitely been behind since day one. Really always entertaining uh, production value on his entrances. And his matches are cool, but as far as just the entrance, I can do without the creaking sound. But overall, I love it. The music is great. The entrance is great. His jacket is great. Just 100, 110% one of my favorite entrances that is still going on today. I don't know. I've not seen him on TV for a while. You shut your mouth. <laughs> Scott, what do you reckon? It's an it's an interesting idea, like this one because like we need I think we do need a couple of more like modern ones, like to fill this bracket out, and right. like freaking aside, I do enjoy like Alistair Black's entrance. 
yeah, I, I do. Uh, I do enjoy it as well. It's the same band that does the Fiends' new entrance, isn't it? Coded Orange. Coded Orange. Yeah. Like, oh, Coded Orange. Orange. Sorry, Coded Orange. Um, Which, by the way, if if you guys haven't heard back on Block A, uh, we are just giving an honorable mention to the Fiend. He's only been out uh on tv a couple of times uh and we don't know what they're going to do to change that entrance yet so he gets an honorable mention for now we're doing more established entrances just so y'all know yeah that's true to mention the reason we're vetoing one of the reasons we discussed was and i can't remember if we recorded the reason or not is that although it's really cool he's just gonna lose immediately because of longevity to whoever he faces because at the time of recording we've had two entrances like yeah, yeah, you can talk about dark matches recordings on YouTube. That's great, but official entrances, he's only had two, so it kind of feels a bit pointless. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but Alistair, I mean Scott, if you're happy, I'm happy with Alistair Black. Yeah, I don't see an issue. But like the creaking is annoying when he came up to the main roster, but it's well, not let's, enough. Let's, let's save that for the arguments. Let's save that for the debate because Scott, who would you like to put in? Uh, I would like to put in someone who I'm surprised we didn't talk about more last time, and I would like to put in the Animal Batista's entrance. Oh, you yeah! You dirty cheater! You, this is gonna be hard to fight. I'll give you that. Oh, I mean, go on. this is a man who walks for miles and saved this pit of danger. <laughs> I mean, let's not get into the argument. I think, Jimmy, are you happy with Batista? Yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah. gotta put Big Dave in there. I'm gonna have to put big, the Big D if you believe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna put in Goldberg. I walk alone. I'm sorry, I can't. I couldn't help it. Did we do Goldberg last time? No, uh, did we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. I'm going to put in Sting. Mm. I'm not sure if it's Sting. Not not the singer, the wrestler. Well, I'm not... Well, neither, but, like... Like, I don't really... Coming down maybe, from the rafters. Like, maybe because I'm, I'm, I wasn't a WCW, like, guy, I, I just don't really see the appeal of, like, Sting's entrance. Oh, shit, am I getting vetoed? I mean... I mean, I'm unsure about it. Like, I don't want to go full veto just yet. I want to see what Jimmy thinks of it. Um, I think um, I like his music. I liked his music a lot in WCW. But um, as far as an entrance, um, I'm gonna have to say Vito. Yeah, I'm oh, like he's not exactly what stands out to me. Oh. Sorry, man. Do I get a, Do I get another selection, or have I lost mine? Um, I don't think we really established what's happened. Like, I think we all need to have like two that we suggested. So if you've got another one, that isn't Lacey Evans. Shit. Uh, <laughs> so Scott, I'm gonna, go, uh, I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for Enter Sandman. Sandman. ECW. Through the crowd, Enter Sandman plays. Here comes the sound. You can't listen listen to it on the network because they won't buy the rights to the song. If you watch original ECW footage, the Sandman coming through this crowd to Metallica's Enter Sandman. Yeah, that one I really can't argue with. Yeah, I can't argue with that one either. That that one's a classic. Oh, damn. Thank God. 
That is a that is a pretty pretty good pretty good recovery there, man. Pretty good recovery. Ooh, Jimmy, over to you. Your second entry. Um. All right, for this one, um, I'm just I'm I'm keeping it current. Um, stuck between a couple, but um, I'm gonna have to go with Ricochet. The lights, the timing of uh, when the graphic will come up on the the screen, um, the jacket that he wears, the run, the jump, the flip off the ropes, the superhero landing, all of it. Uh, One of my favorite entrances going on today is Ricochet, and I think uh, he deserves to be on this this block of the tournament. Scott, do you like vanilla ice cream? I do. Okay, that backfired. <laughs> like, well, who yeah, doesn't? I, I just, yeah, because it, it's it's tasteless. I wouldn't say that, but I'm not a big fan of, of Ricochet's entrance. But thought... I don't, I don't want to use my veto because you two have already used yours, so I'm the only one with one left. Wait, do we do we get one veto? I don't. This wasn't explained. I feel like that's an unspoken rule. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're projecting because you're mad because uh, we vetoed your your uh, your guy there, oh, and then we happy. told you not to put in Lacey Evans. So all right, all right, Scott, if you're happy, Ricochet's going in. Like I think I don't I don't think I can use a veto. Apparently, this is a new revelation to me that I can't prefer Alistair Black's one to Ricochet, but I do have to admit it's one of the better like ones. It's one of the few that does stand out now that he's on the current like main roster. So, yeah, for that reason, yeah, fine. It's, it's in. Scott, who's your second? See, I'm, I've been thinking about this, and, like, I've been thinking about a few groups we could be put in, like, evidence we said about entrances. So, like, I was going to say NWO, but the best bit about their entrance is one you don't really get when you're there live, which is the whole black and white thing, so that's, that's a point against them. And there's another group I know, I know, probably want to use once I mention it a bit later, so I'll save them. But the group I'm going to mention is The Shield. Ooh, that's a good one. Nice, very nice. I like it. I like it. I don't feel like you need to explain it. Jimmy, you happy with The Shield? No, yeah, I definitely agree with The Shield. I mean, it was inventive. Uh, Obviously, Edge and Christian uh, did something similar but with them it was just sort of like an invading force that just sort of came in and yeah i'm all about the shield for sure um so for my second one i like to nominate perhaps the most iconic entrance at the moment and it's the sassy southern bell lacey evans no yeah i think with the with the theme you've already used your vetoes we already told you no. Uh, the theme, a minute that everyone can say. Can't don't tell me you can't sing her theme, because you're lying. You can. Um, there was that, there was that I, time she shot money in the air from money guns. I'm sorry, Nathan. Are you going through a tunnel or are you just losing your mind? Because I'm I'm having trouble hearing anything that you're uh you're saying about this horrible idea. Don't don't. Like maybe I'm in the tunnel, maybe I'm not. My location doesn't matter. So I'd like to put Lacey Evans in the bracket. And I would not. 
Yeah, it'd be the same. Aska? <laughs> Sorry, just... Uh, fuck. Asuka? <laughs> yeah. What about Asuka? <laughs> um, she, wears, she wears a mask. She does, yeah. I, don't know, I, th- I think hers is a little simple. Alright, Kairi Sane? Uh, she has an eyeglass thing, a telescope, telescope. I liked when um. All right, when DX. She w- Fine. No, DX. Yeah, they're ancient shit. Because if we're gonna have a woman in the the bracket, uh, I think the best, like one of the best women, female entrances on the on in WWE today is probably Io Shirai's. Io Shirai's entrance is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool, but she's only had that for a few weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna have to side with Nathan on that one. It's right. it's a little too early. It's tough because what about Triple H? Yeah, because I remember mentioning Triple H, and then just like we just glided past it for some reason last time. Yeah, he's a bit boring, isn't he? Because it takes about ten minutes. Yeah, yeah I was I think I was all in favor of including it last time, and just we just decided. To all like, right, we... Edge, it's fine. I yeah. Edge. Yeah, I was say, it's about time someone mentioned Edge. Yeah, Edge's entrance is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Which leaves us with two spots left to, to argue about, and I'd like to nominate Eddie Guerrero. The uh, lowrider. Low the lowriders? Lowrider yeah. Eddie Guerrero. Um, I see your Eddie Guerrero uh, lowrider, and I... Uh, I raise you the Undisputed Era. When all four of them come out, they have the synchronized boom mm-hmm. and uh, gets the crowd into it and then the whole, you know, Adam Cole baby thing. Yeah, that's just about Adam Cole, though. That's not about the rest of them. The whole, the whole four of them, they get all together in their little group and they do all their singular poses together and they're like you a Voltron of professional wrestling. If you got O'Reilly did his air guitar... Yeah. Well, you know what? I take your Undisputed Era with all four of them in their meaty men pile. <laughs> and I I talked to you about a man called Kazuchika Okada. Oh, okie dokie. Yeah, when the penny drops or the yen, whatever it is. And off he goes. Kazuchika Okada. Kazuchka Okada, dude. Um, dude, I'm gonna have to say that uh, Okada's like that guy, dude. I think Okada's got to be a part of the bracket, dude. Why are you suddenly from Boston? I don't know, dude. I'm I'm so tired. My brain hurts. You seem to like so tired. Yet you're five hours behind us. Like, what for whatever day is for you right now jimmy which is monday for me and scott it's now tuesday okay so you're not tired i disagree sir (laughs) i wholeheartedly disagree sir i can be tired on a monday we're we're on a different day of the week to you i failed to see your point okada 
Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with Will Carr. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was going to make a joke about the voice that Jimmy was putting on earlier, but we seem to have moved past it now. So. Oh, you, I get... you, can, you can wind it back. We'll, we'll wind it back. Jimmy, yeah. do you fancy winding it back? Can you do the voice again? And then I'll say my Boston thing. Um, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, that, uh, I, I don't know if I can do it. Uh, yeah, that guy Okada there, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's not a bad dude, you know? Why do you sound like you're from Boston? So, I don't know. The first time you did it, you sounded more feminine, and I was thinking, you sound like the girlfriend of any main character from any mob movie ever. <laughs> Johnny! <laughs> Johnny! Why are you going out there? I told you, sweetheart. I gotta go out there and make the money. Not like this, Johnny. Not like this. (laughs) God, that was such a bad joke. My shit Boston joke. Dude, joke sniper. Joke sniper. Uh, Has anyone got a final entrance for this bracket? Like, the fucking hell. The Undertaker. Yeah. (laughs) None of us have said him. It took which Undertaker are we doing? Sixteen pick. Oh, Limp Biscuit Undertaker, obviously. <laughs> American Badass Taker. I prefer Limp Biscuit. I mean, you can tell him all like no matter what theme, he just basically says Biker Taker because I prefer Limp Biscuit Undertaker. You know, if we include the Undertaker and we just include Biker Taker rather than just like old dead Undertaker, we're probably if, we're probably I gonna get if, so much shit. I think if we include Dead Man Taker, we are saying we are not including Biker Taker. In the same way that we're also not including Mean Mark Callis. <laughs> well, I think that's just understood. Yeah, so if anyone wants to moan about that, send it to uh, Ben underscore E-B-E-R-T. Damn right. Oh, that's I, think, I feel like, I feel like if that's Twitter handle again up. is Ben underscore E-B-E-R-T. Yeah, Go check him out currently doesn't check his twitter because he doesn't have a phone so go fucking nuts so philip slide into those dms ladies and gentlemen fill up that fucking mailbox um so we i feel like if we don't put the undertaker in one of these brackets we are pretty much voiding our tournament yeah i would agree like so we do we need to be specific and say it's dead man undertaker well, unless we would rather put Biker Taker in. I like Biker Taker better. I lost money to Phenom Undertaker once because his entrance was 20 seconds shorter than Hang the on, Goldberg sorry. and Lesnar match. I lost money at WrestleMania because I said that Goldberg and Lesnar would be longer than Undertaker's entrance. And I was wrong and I lost money on it. So Deadman Undertaker can go fuck himself. That's just a stupid bet. Undertaker takes like 12 minutes to get to the fucking ring, and they do these things in football stadiums now. Well, hell, what, 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 what Goldberg-Brock match were you talking about? With me 33. 33, yeah. That was like five minutes. I know. I expected- Why would you make that bet? Because I thought they were going to go longer. I know in hindsight it sounds really stupid, but at yeah, the time, was. I was convinced because especially that was the week that the uh, the stage got leaked. So it was like a 60 a sixty yard fucking like ramp or whatever. And I was like, oh, dude, Taker's never getting to the end of that thing. We're going to be at WrestleMania 35 before he gets to the bottom of that fucking ramp. And then he came out of a hole midway through the fucking ramp. And my friend was calling me already laughing 
because I had lost money on it. And he got there with 15 seconds to spare. And that's from halfway. I've got a friend who uh, watched that WrestleMania with me and actually called Taker coming up halfway through the ramp. And, like, it wasn't, in hindsight, it's not that amazing. But as we sat there, literally in my front room, he went, Taker's not walking down that ramp, he's going to come up halfway through. And then he did, and I was like, fuck me. And I was like, can I get, can I get the fucking lottery numbers? <laughs> but, um, hang on, so, dead man or biker? Biker. Scott? Mm. This is a difficult list, but... Oh. Fuck it, I'm going Baker Taker. Because Baker Taker right. just glides to the ring and he didn't have shit matches with Goldberg. Limp Biscuit Taker. Let's spell it with a K. So uh, that's the bracket set. To read it out, I've done this randomly. So coming up after the little break, the ECW Sandman entrance, specifically with Enter Metallica, the Limp Biscuit Undertaker. Ricochet against Edge, Alistair Black against The Shield, and Kazuchika Okada against David Batista. So we will be back on after this short break, and we will get right back in to the brackets. See you guys in a second. Okay, and we are back. So let's jump back in a random point in the bracket. I reckon let's let's go for Alistair Black versus the Shield. Hmm. Ooh, a meaty one. A meaty one. Free men. Free men. Free men of muscle bringing themselves to the ring whilst being patted down by sweaty marks. The, a man walking to the ring after getting up from some kind of, what would you call that? Like a, some kind of elevated ramp. It was like, he's like on like a lift of some kind. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's sort of like, it's supposed to simulate him getting out of a coffin. Yeah. If you've not seen it before, go fucking google it why are you listening to this and um uh to code orange i mean this thing that's holding me back from the shields entrance is the music is just a drummed down it's roman reigns's music but the bass has been taken out of it the the thing that always got me about it was is i heard it described as the shield had a divorce and Roman got to keep all the toys. Oh no, so, hang on. I'm gonna jump I'm gonna jump in, I'm sorry. I'm gonna be rude. I am I don't like the shields, 
because it's Sierra Hotel India. It's not India. It's Indigo. That's your That's issue with the, it. The phonetic alphabet is Indigo. It's not India. So. Are you I'm now not, voting against them? I'm not voting against them. I'm just angry. Mm. I'm going to be voting for Alistair Black because I think the, that entrance is cooler. Um, and uh, Roman Reigns didn't get that entrance theme and make me hate it. So. I got so angry at that. I apparently knocked my headphones out. <laughs> <laughs> I just suddenly, um, I'll leave this in, but I, as soon as I said that, I said, oh, it's in, it's Indigo, it's not India. I then started hearing you through one ear instead of two. <laughs> and I was like, what you the fuck? Caught, you just caught your headphones with like your finger or something? No, I don't know what happened because... The cable, so I'm on a PC and the cable is on the floor. So angry, steam shot out of your ear and knocked one of your headphones out. So no, that annoys me. That's not the phonetic alphabet. But it is really cool that they walk through the crowd. Mm-hmm. Alistair Black has mood lighting and fog. Yeah, yeah he does. But, like, well, I, I don't like this little, like, oh, but it's just basically Roman theme. Like, like, first off, they changed, like, the temp. There's differences... And this theme than when it was Roman's theme. And also, like, just because Roman had it doesn't make the fact that all three of them came down together, like, any, like, less cool. Like, especially for the time, because nobody was doing, was coming through the entrance. Nobody had done that in a while. And, like you said, like, it was these guys who just come out of the crowd at any point. You didn't know where they were going to come from. Just when you heard, you were in the ring and you heard that music go off. You knew like some shit was about to go down because the shield were coming to beat the shit out of somebody, and they didn't, and they never added a shitty creaking noise in a in the shield's entrance. Yeah, true. But the shield's music is just Taz's music, but really slowed down. How is how is that Taz's music? No, that, oh shit, that's actually it. that's a fact. That's true. I did not you know. know. Did no, you? Uh... It is. Okay. I thought I thought everyone knew that. That is what the Shields' music is. <laughs> like the tempo of it is uh, is Taz's music, but really slowed down. I thought everyone knew that. It's it's similar, but it's not. And I don't know. I'm not making stuff up here. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> it's so hard to tell. Hang on. I thought everyone just knew that. <laughs> well, you were thought done. Hang on. I'll, I'll find it in a second. But um... um. But yeah, I think I think Alistair Black has the production value, um, going for it over the Shield. Um, the shield as an act were more sort of iconic, uh, especially because yeah. they were around for years and years, and they were able to bring them back a, a couple of times. Um, but I think Alistair Black, just in and of itself, I think like just the uh, the whole aesthetic of it, the fact that like he gets his own specialized like nameplate when he walks out, that's in that like weird sort of like Enochian looking language or whatever. Um, I think, like, I think the whole they, presentation of it is really cool. 
I think that is cool. Alistair Black's entrance is, is great. It's original. But I think the Shield's entrance has just become iconic. Mm-hmm. At this point, we, we I think... About, we talk about longevity. I know it's, they've only, they were only around like, like five or so years ago, but like it's one of those, one of those things that like, I think you remember that more fondly than that. That, like I said, that's the time to become more instantly iconic than Alistair Black's one. Sorry, I cut you off there, Nathan. No, it's okay. You had clever things to say. I didn't. Um, so, are you vowing for the shield? Yeah. Fuck, it all comes down to me. Um, Alistair Black versus the shield. I think because just the, I reckon. I think it would get a bigger reaction if you suddenly heard Sierra Hotel India, even if they don't know the phonetic alphabet, which they don't. Why are you hung up on the phonetic alphabet? Because it's because that's the start of their entrance. Sierra Hotel India Echo Lima Delta. It's not India. It's Indigo. The phonetic alphabet is. It would if they went by the actual phonetic alphabet. It would be a Sierra Hotel Indigo. Echo Lima Delta. How many wrestling fans? That's the start of their entrance. The start of their entrance. How many wrestling fans do you think no actually know that alphabet though? None, because they're all fucking moaning about a red cell that they also saw twelve months ago. Hot callback. (laughs) (laughs) Callback. You know what? I'm gonna go Alistair Black just because you did that. Oh. You petty bastard. No, I'm not petty. Hey, you don't know what the phonetic alphabet is. No, no, neither do, do a lot of people. The start of the, no, everyone should do. Because it makes it way easier to give out postcodes or zip codes if you're in America. Everyone should know the phonetic alphabet. The part of the entrance isn't just the alphabet, the music. Well, and no, well, if, you make it, if you make the phonetic alphabet part of your entrance, then yes, it is. Because they go Sierra Hotel India, that is the phonetic alphabet isn't India, it's Indigo. They weren't interested in being accurate. They were trying to spell out Shield. That was the important bit because their well, name is the why Shield. Why do the phonetic alphabet if you're going to do it wrong? Because people, a lot of people don't know it, but they think it sounds cool. It doesn't make it right just because people, a lot of people don't know it. It's still wrong. Nathan, Nathan, this is some you, bullshit right here. You're you're, apl- it's you're not applying. Bullshit. I'm you're being a- factual. You're applying logic to an illogical situation. I'm not. They want to use the phonetic alphabet at the start of their entrance. That's great. But don't then be the WWE, who are well known for changing history to benefit them by trying to change the phonetic alphabet. Maybe Vince was like, I don't like indigo. It's like purple. And purple is for pansies. Make them say India. We're going to sell a lot of money in India. That one will. In five years, we'll put we'll put the title in an Indian graphic. They'll be good shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Nobody Alistair, will hate that. Alistair Black moves on. So we will go to the other side of the bracket, the very other side of the bracket, to ECW Sandman, with specifically not with the network version, but with the original Enter Metallica. Uh, Enter Sandman, sorry, Enter Sandman by Metallica entrance against Limp Biscuit or or you got Biker Taker. 
no dead man taker on this bracket, which might get us in trouble. So yeah, people are people are gonna hit us up and go, You've done it now. And if you want if you want to tell us you want to tell us that we're wrong for not putting Dead Man Tiger in either bracket, do have someone to it that's at Ross McLeod nineteen ninety three for all complaints. <laughs> so uh, it's not specifically Limp Biscuit Undertaker, he doesn't have to be coming out to Limp Biscuit, it's just biker taker. So any theme that biker take out, whether that's kid rock, whether it's limp biscuit, or whether it's you done it now, you gonna made a big mistake. And against ECW's Enter Sandman by Metallica, the Sandman. Uh, both iconic in different ways. A lot of people aren't big fans of Biker Taker, but a lot of people kind of say they prefer him and any ECW fan bloody loves Sandman but there's not a lot of them so hmm. where do we begin with this one I'll, I'll be honest with you Nathan if you put this up against probably anybody else other than Biker Taker I would have like landslide like, without even thinking about it just went Sandman mm-hmm. so I'm, actually to, I'm actually having to give this some thought now that you've mentioned Taker yeah, I mean, we're not including any incarnation of Dead Man. We are, well, I guess he, is, he was Dead Man Inc., but only specifically motorbike cycle riding Undertaker. I mean, Sandman, you're talking about reactions, you're talking about crowd reactions. The crowd went any ECW, wherever they were, went ape shit whenever that music hit. And the seeing him smash the beer can against him head against his head, come out with the kendo stick. Like you knew shit was going down. He was usually off his tits on something and <laughs> didn't look totally coherent, but people absolutely adored that. I'm not I struggle to remember a bike outside of his re debut at Judgment Day 2000. Mm-hmm. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. Yeah. Outside of that, I'm struggling to remember a time people lost their shit when Biker Taker came out. I personally lost my shit every single time. You've done it now! Big Evil came out, and I was all about that. That's the only thing that's, that's swaying me, I think, right now, is the fact that the Big Evil theme was, uh, was, pretty, was pretty excellent. I mean, personally, like, I don't dislike Baker Taker as much as some other people do. Like, I think he gets too much of a hard time, like, especially towards the end. Like, in 2002, when he was a heel Baker Taker, he was excellent. He was doing some really good stuff then. But, like, at least he didn't, didn't have to sit and wait for 10 minutes to wait for me to get to the ring. He was just immediately done. He was down to the ring. But then, and again, like, we think about Taker, like, for better or for worse, when people think of Taker's entrance, they probably think Deadman Taker. So I think I'm going to give the edge to Sandman because Sandman's entrance is iconic. And he, I remember there was a clip from WrestleCon a few years ago where he did the entrance. And like it's one of those things where all these years later, it's one thing that still holds up. Everybody still loves singing along that song. And like you need to watch that clip from like One Night Stand 05. Obviously not on the network because they don't have they won't be pay for the rights because they're too cheap to. 
like just listen to the crowd chatting along. Even though you see, though he's been out of business for a few years, everybody still remembers Sandman. It's like, well, how can you forget Enter Sandman? Yeah, I think I don't know if we're including like the condition of the performer, but for the good eighteen months after Taker came back, he was naff, and it's obviously a phase of his career that he's managed to kind of phase out people don't really think about actually how he was as a performer and i don't know if we're really including that in the tournament either but for like the first 18 months after taker came back as biker taker he was the pits but he had a shiny motorcycle yeah he did have a cool motorcycle motorcycles are cool that fucking Titan Motorsports, big old bike. Taker coming down here, riding on the 404, 505, and 313 coming in. We've suddenly been joined by Michael Hayes, apparently. <laughs> doot, 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 you know? <laughs> whip, whip. Um, I mean, Jimmy, what are you thinking? I think Scott's going at Sandman. Yeah. I Okay, I am of two minds about it. Um, I really, really enjoyed, uh, Taker, Biker Taker, a whole, whole bunch. Uh, but for the reasons that you described, uh, as like the first, like 18 months of him being like shit, I loved that. I absolutely love that. He had a really big, stupid, dumb bike that had like a, a wrench on it that he would pull out of nowhere to attack people. Um, and he was just an asshole to everybody and i think that coming out to you've done it now or like <laughs> fucking limp biscuit the undertaker coming out to limp fucking biscuit come on um and ender sandman i mean you know i i grew up with it that's a, uh, like an integral part of my childhood <sighs> fuck i am gonna have to go with Fucking just going to say it and it's going to be over. Biker taker. Going with biker taker. Final answer. Oh, shit. It's on me again. Uh, just from a lot. I'm going to base this on a longevity standpoint. And the standpoint I'm going to go on is that I feel like people tend to try and forget biker taker. Not this guy. tend to try and kind of force him out of their mind, and they kind of there's a negativity around Biker Taker at times. So I'm gonna have to go for ECW Sandman. Solid reasoning. Sandman. Moving on. I do think Sandman's gonna be a difficult one to beat going forward. Well, let's go to the very other end of the bracket. Uh, We're halfway through the first round. And it is Kazuchka Okada against Batista. Big Dave. Oh, for some reason, I think this is the toughest one. No, it's not. <laughs> it is not. It is not. I don't know. When the coin drops, shit's going down. Yeah, but dude, he doesn't come out and like to the, the sound of machine gun pyro. And just the fucking dude. Okay, Kazuchika Okada may be the rainmaker, but like Batista's in gears gears five. <laughs> well, that's not got anything to do with his entrance. You don't got anything to do with it. 
<laughs> You're stupid. I love Gears 5. Gears I 5. Was I'm going with Big Dave. Big Dave! So, Gears 5 is so fucking good. Have you played it? I have not. No, no. Oh, it's so good. I don't have the time. Like, I was going to get the Ultimate Game Pass or whatever yeah, and just start get, playing just, it. Just get it, on the, just get it on the Game Pass. Don't buy it. Just pay um, the... Because if you've not had the Game Pass before, you get it for, like, $2 yeah, it's for the like first $2. month. Like, and then rather than paying 50 quid for the game, and then just play as much as you can. I just... I have fucking no time, but I want to just listen to... Batista's theme and play as Batista and run around and you can only play as him on online you can't play as him in the story but, that's uh, fine that works just fine for me Scott so Jerry will just say Batista straight off Big Dave Scott where, where, where you at where you at bro it's a pretty easy one for me because I, I do try and watch as much news as fan as like I'm able to with the time I've, I've got with so much wrestling on right now and Okada's entrance is cool but Okada's never really been one of my favourites in New Japan when I've watched it and I know I might annoy some people who are, who are really New Japan fans I'm going to have to go with Batista on this because he's got that theme song It's which up until you returned I forgot how great that song is and like we talk about the, how glad we are to have Pyro back all that, all that Pyro like, when you have a, a deck as big as is, allegedly, you deserve that much pyro, and you deserve a badass entrance, and he's got it. So, yeah. I'm sorry, Ricardo. Yeah, I mean, from everyone here at Rogue Opinions, if you are a sweaty, access TV-watching, <laughs> spotty, basement-dwelling, New Japan-watching, Mark... Uh, so you're in it, Rassafrassin, Sassafrassin. Yeah, go go read the Observer. You six star fucks. Batista's <laughs> entrance is better. Hell okay. yeah. Stupid argument mode. All right. All right. Yeah, so back over to the other side of the bracket is Edge, Edge against Rick O'Shea. Uh, on this day, I feel clearly everything has come to. Apparently, he's having another match. 
Is that a, has that been confirmed? I I saw that he was uh cleared recently. The rumors are that he is cleared, and he has signed a new deal with WWE. Whether that's presenting, I think he's signed a new contract, and everyone's gone overboard. But I don't think he'll wrestle again because I don't think with his young kids. And this is me massively speculating on who the man is. I don't think he'd risk it. Because it's a, it's a massive risk to get back in the ring and do that all that shit again. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, as far as that goes, uh, I don't know if, uh, if I were WWE or if I were Beth Phoenix, really. I would just I would try and put the kibosh on that real quick. You'd think so, but it's an it's, it's huge speculation on our part. We don't know. Like, if his doctor has said, "Hey, no, you'll be fucking fine. Do whatever the fuck you want," then um, then fair enough, we're wrong. But um, based on the last time Edge spoke, well, I know on his podcast he said he feels like he could do another match. He he said those exact words. That's quote for quote. Those are the words he said on his own podcast. But whether his doctor says he could do another match is probably another question. Scott, what do you reckon? Oh, like I said, before I mentioned the answer, like, saying like, he feels that he could do it doesn't really necessarily mean he could do it. Because like, uh, from what you said about when wrestlers are injured, like when they're just like 90 or something percent uh, cleared, like, and they're not 100% cleared, like, it's the most frustrating because they feel like they could do it, but like, like doctors won't clear them because they're not really sure they're cleared. So, if like doctors aren't really sure that yeah. he can go, then he, he definitely shouldn't do it, no matter how he feels, because like there's too much uh, risk involved. But circling back to what this, this show is about and also the entrances, <laughs> yeah, true. Like, I'm, I don't, I like Ricochet, but like, I was hesitant in including him in this kind of bracket with all these other like entrances. So, I think I'm gonna have to go with Edge. Is like for similar reasons to Batista and that the song plus all the pyro. Yeah. You think you think when they were in matches together, the pyro budget must have been a mate and it's like out of, like no wonder they ran out of money that they say look we're not having pyro anymore. Why? Uh, it's, for, it's like two years on SmackDown because <laughs> they had Edge be Batista. <laughs> uh, we just don't have any more money left. Me and um, me and one of my good friends called Kevin. Uh, who's also a wrestling fan, who's probably listening to this. Hi, Kevin. And um, we had a running joke when they got rid of Pyro for years that they were like, oh, they finally, Edge and Batista finally drained that budget. Like, <laughs> and when they got rid of it, I think 2016, was that when they got rid of Pyro? Yeah. They got rid of it a couple of times, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, we, we just had, it's a, it's a terrible joke. It's not a funny joke if you don't, if you're not inside it. But we were like, oh, Edwin Batista, they finally ran out of money, and we were just like, because my God, those guys, Edge especially, he had the smoke, and then he had the fireworks. It was like Kevin Dunn must have just been counting pennies, mm-hmm. and just been like, yeah, Edge, we can afford your entrance this week. <laughs> I like Ricochet's entrance as well. I think it's very cool, and he's very cool. But that edge entrance, the with Metalingus Alter Bridge, who are an excellent band by the way, who I've seen live, they're fantastic. And 
I've also got to go with Edge. All right, well, then uh, it doesn't matter what I think. Let's move on. No, it does matter what you think. Tell us what you think. Maybe uh, you'll change one of our minds. Maybe, maybe. Um, but I, too, am going to go for Edge. Go, <laughs> <laughs> Unanimous again. <laughs> I mean, because I like Ricochet. I like Ricochet a whole bunch. Don't get me wrong. The lasers are really cool. Um, I like the lighting effects. Um, the music is really, really solid. Uh, but then, you know, it always goes back to uh, longevity. Uh, I think uh, you can't really uh, discount the longevity that uh, Edge's theme has. No matter what, like, look at it. It, it hit at WrestleMania, uh, not WrestleMania, I'm sorry, SummerSlam this year. And people went fucking bananas. Can I just, um, before we enter the semifinals, we've done a two-bracket entrance tournament. And um, there's n- we've not mentioned Stone Cold at any point. We did on the first episode. Who did he lose to? He wasn't, we decided not to put him in. Uh, just because it was uh, it, his it, the whole thing was more like the Austin character was what like it was more the music and the character. The entrance was literally just him walking. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's smart of us. Cover our bases. Anyway, <laughs> hey, back over to the other side. Yeah, we really Alex... had we really had our shit together on that first episode. Yeah, so much so <laughs> that I forgot. But um, yeah, we aren't recording these miles apart. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair Black will be facing Drax the Destroyer, otherwise known as Batista. Big day. Uh, big day. Um, yeah, the big D. Yeah, Alistair Black. <laughs> for multiple reasons. Oh, uh, kills me. Kills me every time. I mean, Dave Batista, he's got the song, he's got the pyro. He's got the pose with the machine gun thing. Uh, as you said, he's in Gears 5. <laughs> he's in Gears 5. Hey, totally irrelevant, but he is. And um, he's also a real cool guy whenever he's interviewed. Alistair Black, he's got the song. We don't know if he's got Pyro, because he's never fucking on TV. He has but... smoke. Ah, he's got candles. Smoke. 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 You know those candles must take ages to light. I think they're did. I think they're like, like, like electronic candles. They're not like real candles. Oh, don't ruin it for me. Because they don't shatter the illusion. Next, you'll be saying Santa isn't real. Fuck's sake! Whoa, whoa! Hold on. I apologize to all the children around the world listening to this podcast right now. We are trying to provide clean, wholesome, family-style entertainment here. Really and you just are. go and blurt out. I didn't say what well, I didn't say when we all say next you'll be saying because you know, you're trying to shatter the shatter Nathan's dreams that the candles are <laughs> actual candles. Yeah, I just thought maybe they're actual candles. And we That's want him to believe that. <laughs> and he should he should believe that, like all kids should believe Santa is real. So, hang on, are we saying the candles are not real? No, we're not. Absolutely not. No, ha- no. Like I'm don't, thinking, don't do like that horse shit with me. <laughs> Are the candles real? I don't believe so, no. Okay. I believe that they're there. I think that they're electronic. Can I, Jimmy, can I begin an action to replace Alistair Black 
in this semi-final with the brood. Ooh. Is it... I would like to actively replace Alistair Black in this semi-final. With the brood. Because I, I know for a fact, listening to interviews, that fire was real. Yeah. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm fine with it. If we Scott, want to can we replace Alistair Black with the Brood? Apparently, so we can fucking make the rules up as we go along. Apparently, no. So. Everyone has to agree. Like, if you don't want to agree, we'll keep Alistair Black. Yeah, changes have to be unanimous. Well, because they the Brood are cooler engines, I think. But like, it just seems weird to include them in the semi-final. But yeah, fine. Okay, so over to the other side of the bracket, we've got the Brood. The Dave Batista. Big Dave. Dave. Yeah, Big D for more than one reason. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm keeping that of a bit. That's why I'm doing the same joke. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, the brood, real fire from Edge and Christian's testimony from when Gangrel was on their podcast. It nearly burnt them alive at one point. Someone um, apparently, apparently there was just a rope that they would cover in gasoline and then light on fire. That's pretty I, that's fucking interesting. cool. That's interesting. I did not know that. Uh, there was a, an episode of Retro Smackdown uh, that Scott and I reviewed over on the uh, the archives. So you should check it out. Recently, we did one where um, Terry Runnels walked out like directly after the brood did, and she came very close to like standing on the fire and like getting like engulfed in flames oh apparently yes um according to them it was just a rope like a a rope that they would cover in gasoline and then light on fire okay back back in those days before they had cool pyro that's apparently what would happen against dave batista who had every single firework within a 60 mile radius all the fireworks but you were annoyed that something about Alistair Black wasn't real. But then you're like, oh yeah, but this is just a rope that they let on fire. It wasn't like an actual circle, it was just a rope they let on fire. Like, Then you're... That's uh, pretty fucking dangerous, Scott. You Have yeah. you ever covered a rope in gasoline and lit it on fire? Oh, oh you're, never, in Glasgow, you're in Glasgow, everything's on fire, so... Obviously, I've never been that bored that I decided, I'm going to set this rope on fire. But they weren't bored, it was their entrance. I've also no, never like, why so... would I? I've also never been so bored that I've listened to a song and set off a thousand fireworks. I'm not saying they were bored. I'm saying, you asked me, have you ever set a rope, covered a rope in, in gasoline, set it on fire? Like, why would I do that in my everyday life? Well, why would you discount people that have? I'm not saying they haven't. You're saying, you're saying oh, back to the way they did this was this, and yet you were annoyed at the fact that Alistair Black didn't have, may or may not have real candles. Yeah, because the brood had actual fire and Alistair Black was pretending he had fire. He's a pretender. I'm still going with Dave Batista. Big Dave! (sighs) Why? Because he's Big Dave. He's got his in. Both these guys, like, interested to suit the characters. But, like, I fondly remember Dave more because, well, why? He just felt like a story, felt like a beast with all the firework and this great music behind them. And plus, the brood entrance was cool, but they didn't win a lot. They weren't, they didn't do that's a lot. Gotten, they, that's got yeah, nothing then, to do with anything. And then they got replaced, they got replaced and they brought Matt and Jeff Hardy and even though it made no sense, 
and just like, oh, well, still the entrance, we've got this entrance here of like, like all you remember about the Bray's entrance, you remember more than the entrance about Big Dave. Not really. I don't remember much past the entrance. He didn't, he didn't ever do anything cool. Like the brood, they were caught, they had fire. They were clearly vampires. Gangrel spat blood over a lot of people. That was really cool. And they were literally setting stuff on fire. Dave Batista just had a load of fireworks. Fucking, I could set a firework off if I wanted to now. But I couldn't. You definitely shouldn't do that. That's cool a fire. Yeah, I would prefer that you didn't uh, set some fireworks off in the studio. I don't I have any. Would... <laughs> well, then you can set one off right now. Exactly. Argument invalidated. <laughs> exactly, but I could start a fire. Therefore, it is the bruise entrance is open to anyone. Um, uh, that's the. I like the DIY aspect of uh, just getting a rope, lighting it on fire, and spitting some red viscous liquid out onto the first couple rows. It comes down simply to this. Would you rather be a Guardian of the Galaxy or be in Blade? Guardian of the Galaxy. Guardian of the Galaxy, for sure. For fuck's sake. Batista was the best part of the Guardians films. He was one of the main highlights. He's the man who can move. So, so incredibly no, still, he becomes he invisible. Set, he set everyone up in the first one. He fucked everything up because he invited the guy to that planet. He ruined everything for everyone. He nearly got everyone killed. Whereas Blade just killed everyone because he needed to. Yeah. And he was a daywalker. And, and Baby Batista, by all accounts, is a sound guy. Whereas with his That's the got dick. nothing to do with his character. Why are we talking... Why are we talking about their characters? They were you talking about their characters. You brought it up. No, I didn't. You brought up you the characters. You talking about how he's, he was the best part of Guardians of the Galaxy, and I said, no, he wasn't. Because you, well, you asked. You asked, would you, what well, would you rather ask? Don't answer my question and then blame me for asking it. Why? I don't even know why you were asking it in the first place. Well, don't answer it then. But you did. Fucking hit you something. <laughs> Welcome back to Argument Club here on Rogue Opinions. <laughs> Look, it's easy. Chris Christopherson is a great part of any movie. The fuck are we talking about Chris Christopherson for? Because he was in Blade. Fuck Blade! We're talking about fucking Brood and, and Batista. Gangrel is awesome. Big Dave! Look, he might be Big Dave, but he's also like what he just crouches down and does a weird pose whilst his music goes off. The brood literally set themselves on fire. They did not literally set themselves on fire. They rose through fire. They did was... one time. Christian talked about it on their podcast. Well, I didn't listen to their fucking podcast. Well, don't blame me because you didn't listen to all the information beforehand. Well, I didn't know you were going to mention them. <laughs> Let's okay get swapped in during the semi-finals. Well, their entrance was using what they had at the time. They all didn't have the budget for pyro to give guys like them pyro at the time. Whereas the Big Dave got all the fucking pyro, which is why his entrance yeah. is better. So he's a beneficiary of the brood's hard work, which was getting over and earning money, so that selfish people like Dave Batista can have Batista all the fireworks. Was over. 
But he still was over. Yeah, but he was a beneficiary of the hard work of the brood in the Attitude Era, so he got all the pyro money. They didn't have all the pyro money when the brood were around, so they had to just set ropes on fire and drink blood. Your arguments continue to make less and less sense. I'm going no, with it makes total Batista. sense. I'm going with Batista. That's my pick. Jimmy, please interact. Please shut this man up. Now, you said Batista's your pick, right? Yes, I did. All right, and Nathan, your pick is uh, Gangrel on the Brood? Yeah, obviously. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure so that when I deliver this this answer, we can have the full you know, impact and power that it, that it deserves. My vote is, of course, for Big Dave! Big Dave! You didn't even say anything. <laughs> I, that whole listen, argument. It's, it's hard to get a word in edgewise <laughs> when, you, these, when you two hens won't stop clucking at each other over Chris Christopherson and Blade. He didn't mention both of those. No, I didn't. No, simply ask it. Yes, you did. I was simply asking you why you mentioned them because they were completely irrelevant. Uh, well, I did dispute that, but we'll go to tribunal at the end. Uh, over to the other side of this disappointing bracket, uh, ECW Sandman specifically, and enter Sandman, Sandman uh, against Edge. Now, my question for everyone is: We were never specific. About which edge? We just what? said oh, edge. Don't, don't no, 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 even. no. No, I'm just saying, we, unlike with Taker, we specifically said Biker Taker. I like all of Edge's themes. I like the, you think you know me, you think you know, I like the Rob Zombie one that they did have to get rid of for copyright reasons, as has been confirmed by Edge himself. And I like Metal Lingus. But Enter Sandman, that's is so iconic for ECW fans. Sorry, sorry, for some reason I thought you I thought you were gonna somehow work in Brood Edge for this somehow just because Brood didn't win. I, I Scott, I can if you want to. I don't would want you, like, you to. Would you, would you, would you like would you don't. like me to? No. Did, do you because, want me because, to? Because, because if you do do that, then by logic... I will now only talk about Brood Edge. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> because you keep going on about the different versions of Edge and how we didn't specify. I love how he talked himself into it. I love how he was just like, I can. You know what? Fuck it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Because oh, like, you said, keep going on how we didn't specify. Well, I didn't think we should have had to specify which Edge because by your logic, we should have had to specify fucking animal Batista, not fucking I don't, I don't, Batista. I don't, remember, I don't remember that being my logic. Scott, your logic. Jimmy, Jimmy, did I ever make that my logic, or has Scott just introduced that randomly? I hate, I hate it when mommy and daddy fight. Jimmy, did I ever make that my logic? I'm pretty sure you did, Nathan. No, during the brood, of course I can only talk about brood edge. I never, I never mentioned animal edge. I never mentioned, sorry, animal Batista during the Batista bracket. I was just going to say we never said it was only Metal Lingus Edge. I thought that's, that's that was my own, that was my only point. But Scott, I was under the assumption Scott, that we had. Scott only wants me to talk about Brood Edge. I did say that. <laughs> so he had a rope, 
and they covered in gasoline and set on fire. You, and there Scott, was one Scott, you do realize you kind of did this to yourself, right? I yeah, did. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. You, you didn't let me finish my sentence, which was, uh, what edge are we talking about? We're talking about we our superstar fucking edge. Is that the only edge we're talking about? The main, it's just the main, main version of edge when it comes to entrances, because none of the other versions of edge had pyro. Well, mm, I don't know that to be true. That is true. You can look it up. It is true. Yeah, that's true. Nathan, honestly, I will come to Newcastle. I will find you and I will slap you right in the face. I didn't do this. This was your doing. No, but you've been. You drove me to this. You've been fucking getting on my nerves this whole show. Look, it's not my fault that you drink Pepsi instead of Coke and so you're tetchy. What's that got to do with it? I don't know. It's got as much to do with it as you slamming the fact that I only want to talk about Brood Edge on me when I never brought it up. I thought that's where you were going because you said we didn't specify what stage. Well, get you know arguing, what? You get arguing about the Brood, so I assume that's where you were going. I was arguing about the Brood because they were the ones in the fucking bracket, Scott. <laughs> that I'm going to side with Scott here. I was sort of... What? I was sort of believing that you were going to sort of like... No, angle in. you were assuming and assumptions make an ass out of you and me. Assumptions based on, you know, evidence from assumptions every other every the, other argument-based podcast we've had. I was making arguments at the brood because they were the fuckers that were against Batista. I was asking, are we only talking about Metal Lingus Edge or not? And you cunts want to bring up the brood again. <laughs> I never said it. <laughs> He was just making sure. I think he was just making sure that you weren't going to start with your bullshit again. I will only talk about the brood. Of course! Because you. I will, and I will do it out of fucking Sprite. Sprite? Sprite. It's caffeine free, don't you know? Listen, <laughs> when I'm fucking done. <laughs> uh, who, who's the aging who again in this bracket? Because I've forgotten. You see the sand. Specifically, Enter Sandman by Metallica, not the network version. I'm pro- even though we've been arguing about age, I'm probably gonna go for Sandman. Jimmy, I think he's more iconic. Um, let's see. Yeah. I can't wait to listen to this and wonder why you guys are shouting at me. <laughs> oh man. You were shouting at me for not talking about the brood when the brood was literally the thing we were supposed to be arguing about. Um. All right, I'm gonna have to go with fucking. Ah, uh, fuck. This is really hard. This is really difficult. Um, I'm gonna go for Sam, man. Edge is out. Okay. There you go. I'm in a bad mood now. Oh. Do you want to take a break, cool down, get yourself a glass of wine? Shut up, Jimmy. I'm maybe watch wine. maybe watch Fried Green Tomatoes or something. Make yourself feel better. I don't even know what that is. It's a it's a movie. Uh, never mind. I'll, I'll I'll just I'll let that go. Don't know what Fried Green <laughs> Tomatoes are. It's just stupid anyway. No one even likes fucking Vikings. <laughs> are you just taking it out on the dude's career? Yeah. Oh, yeah? No one even fucking likes Vikings, okay? It's like, dude, what? No one I know <laughs> watch Vi- watches Vikings. 
Anyway, the final of Block B, and we're going into it a bit tetchy, <laughs> but Edge isn't. And um, Edge, if you're listening, sorry, Scott kind of cost you this. Because you decided to get arsy. I Edge, thought... was, Edge was kind of in two, bracket, two rounds of this. Just realised that. Yeah, because and, I and thought... he lost both of them. Ba-boom. Yeah. Um, anyway, ECW Sandman, specifically Enter Sandman Metallica, against Dave Batista for the right, and we've still got to argue this, for the right to face Kane in the final to decide who has the best entrance of all time. Where are we even going here? Like, where are we beginning? I mean, we've it's argued coming... a lot of... Coming through the crowd be a shitload of pyro. Yeah, like, you can also, you understand why he didn't have pyro, because also, he said he could barely afford to pay the performers, let alone get fucking pyro in. So it's like, you can't really compare, like, I don't know if the pyro can really, you can really compare them, because, or they didn't have the budget, whereas Dirty obviously did have the budget for all that pyro. But I don't think Samman would really need pyro for anything, because... He just, he had the song. He had the song, and instead of the pyro, he also had the, um, this isn't obviously safe to do, so please don't, don't do this. Uh, but he obviously had the bashing the beer can against his head and literally, literally cutting himself open. And obviously he did that at a time. Please don't do that, uh, because we know a lot more about head injuries now, but um, that was kind of his iconic thing. As well, that was kind of his pyro, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Was the bashing the beer can against the head. And spitting out the beer and pouring the beer into people's mouths in the crowd. It was a, it's a very interesting entrance, for sure. Yeah, it's incredibly old school. Like, we're going old. We're, we're very much, we've reached a point where it's old school v new school. Mm-hmm. Um, entirely. So it's kind of pyro against... I don't know, Sandman was just a man of the people. He was never a wrestler. Like, to go beyond, he was never a wrestler's wrestler. He was, he, Although he could wrestle very, very, very well. And I've seen him in matches do that. He's wrestled very well. But um, it's, it's hard to be a wrestler's wrestler when you've drank, like, an entire, like, six-pack. By the time you got to the ring, you smashed, yeah. you smashed the empties over your head. So you're going to be a bit woozy. So not a lot of room to be a, to have a technical match. Yeah, well, he never needed, he never needed, although he could do that, because yeah, again, possibly, he, he, has, he has done it, he's had some very, very good matches, so I'm not questioning the guy's ability, but of course, like... I don't know, it's kind of man of the people v the firework child. Yeah, but kind of a thing where you look at both entrances and this is a question of which one do you think is more memorable? I think from, that's that's the thing I'm battling with. I think both are memorable. Mm-hmm. And maybe that just speaks to how old we all three of us are. But I can remember <laughs> both of these just as equally. I can remember the Sandman coming to the ring in ECW. And I can remember Dave Batista laying off every firework in the building. So, a memorable front. I'm going to have to... I think I'm just going to go with... 
I'm going to go with Sandman. I think I think that it's like for crowd inclusion and just all the many things that went on in that. Uh, like you said, Batista just has a shitload of fireworks, but uh, Sandman has the the beers, uh, the people singing along with him, um, just a bunch of different a bunch of different aspects going on there. He's hitting the beer can off of his head. He's spitting the beer. He's sharing the beer with people. Um, yeah, so Sandman. Sorry, Big Dave. Big Dave. I think just on the basis of popularity, I'm going to have to go Big Dave. Oh, I think no. both are super iconic. Both are super memorable. But I think the lyrics... I think although Sandman had the advantage in the lyrics of the fact that he had a Metallica song, whether they paid to use it is completely another question that we don't need to get into. And I 100% don't think they ever did. But <laughs> with it being ECW, um, I think that, yeah, boom, boom, I'll walk for miles. I think. It's, it's so memorable for wrestling fans, and uh, I'm going to have to go Big Dave. Big Dave! Oh, you it's, all on, it's, it's all on you. That's the way this works. The first person lays down the gauntlet. The second person gives up all their power. <laughs> <laughs> and go. then the third person has to feel super awkward for, t- for 120 seconds while they figure out what's going on. Who faces Kane? We still got to do that. We still got to face Kane. Oh, <laughs> I think this is a very difficult one. This is more difficult than the block final, but I think narrowly, I think Batista just edges it Sandman for me because when I was watching, like I was watching a lot of when Batista was like at his peak, like run. So I remember that entrance, I think, more. And plus, like, you can go to different platforms, whether it be the network or wherever, and you can hear the entrance with that song. Whereas, like, as we had to specify, like, there are certain versions where you watch uh, Sandman come out and you don't even get Enter Sandman, which is a big part of the entrance. So for that, I think I'm going to have to go with Big Dave. Well, Big Dave, moving on to the final. And it all comes down to this. The greatest entrance in wrestling history as decided by us. It's Kane. V. Batista. Who will walk for miles alone in this pit of danger? That really is what is epitomizes this bracket could Kane walk for miles in a pit of danger I believe that was his whole childhood like his house burns down and he gets locked in a basement and like whatever else happens I mean if he can if he can live through the trauma of his, his whole family home set on fire and seeing his parents die I think I think he's up to the challenge of walking for miles Walking for miles inside a pit of danger. Yeah, I mean, when you survived like the fire that killed your parents, I think you're you're up for anything. All right, then I vote Kane. 
Oh, that was quick. Well, just based on that information, Kane could walk for miles inside a pit of danger. But they didn't write that song for him. They wrote that song. Yeah, but we just clarified. We just clarified that he could transfer into that song, and also walk for miles inside a. I'm gonna go big Batista. Oh, don't do this to me again, you bastards! And apologies for how much I've been swearing in this, but oh come on, when has that ever it's, fucking mattered? It's been a real angry one. Like we all got really pissed off earlier. The, yeah, these these brackets are uh, they're taking a toll. Yeah, which is why we can't do one for a while after this. But um, yeah, Kane and Jimmy's gone. Batista, Scott, it's down to you. Scott, just remember, we have clarified Kane could walk for miles inside a pit of danger. If you if everyone's checked out my social media, you'll see that framed picture I now have of Kane from Bad Blood 97. It's on my chest of drawers. It's staring at me yeah. right now as I'm making this decision. And he could walk for miles inside a pit of danger. Uh, That's really what we've said so far. And we've also established that Batista is a guardian of the galaxy. He can find you no matter where you are. That's not what the Guardians of the Galaxy do. Uh, that's what Drax the Destroyer does. He doesn't find anyone. Who does he oh. find? Finds everybody and anybody. He didn't find the... What was the guy's name from the first film? Mm-hmm. Um, the bad guy. Roman the Accuser, was it? He, he didn't find him. him. He called him. And found him. He didn't find him. He found his number. Yeah, or and like called him. His, his Facebook deeds. He got He got them digits, baby. Yeah, he, we and he called that. him up, and he was like, what up? He, I'm Jackson Destroyer. That. I got a big dick. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, and here, Ronan so was just like, what me. up? I'm, I'm right here. And then he walks into Ronan's place, and he's like, he didn't walk into Roman's place. He invited Roman to his other place, that planet, and then he got nearly killed. He still found him. I don't. I don't. He didn't know. find him. Fucking found him, dude. Find him. And he found him. Found And like found him, dude. Find him. We just found his Facebook. He was like, Kane, "Hey, come here." Did Kane call up Ronan the Destroyer? No, he did not. No, no, because it was Ronan the. The accuser. Whatever the fuck is that? You're a fucking hack! You didn't even know what the guy was called. Kane does the fuck he wants. Kane does whatever he wants. He became a lawyer at one point. He's now a fucking mayor. Are you a mayor? (laughs) Don't see you becoming a mayor. I mean, Kane could, like, call Ronan the accuser because I don't think he has several steps in that basement he was kept in by Paul Bear. Yeah, see? So he couldn't do that. He made something of himself after being locked in a basement. We've all read that kayfabe book. I have not. I wasn't a podcast talking about it, which thankfully encouraged me not to buy the actual book and waste my money on it. Just read the book and stop being a... I want to read the book. Why not? You're not a truth. Because Keen is bringing an actual book, and I'd rather read that. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but anyway, I'm thinking about Kane's entrance, and like some would we've talked about how much pyro Dave has, and some would say that Kane doesn't have enough pyro, or he has too little pyro. 
because it's said the bit pyro at the start and then he does the thing with the turnbuckles yeah. when he comes out. Uh, but it's enough pyro though. You, yeah, you don't always need to has, overdo it. He does have. I think he has as much pyro as he actually needs. Also, he's really brave because really he's scared of fire. Yeah, he has fire. Mm-hmm. Like that's brave. Confronting your fears is an important thing. Batista doesn't confront his fear. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. How? Uh, first of all, his time in Evolution showed him that he is the man. Okay, and he cannot back down from any danger. That's why he walks for miles alone in a pit of danger. He's he's not the man. Ric Flair is the man. As a court case will prove. Not anymore. They're giving him some of that sweet Saudi fuck money. Yeah, so Becky's the man, not Batista. Don't get us involved in this court case. We don't have the money to get involved. <laughs> Stop anyway, breaking I still copyright. Think, I still think Batista is the pinnacle. He is the upper echelon, and he walks alone uh, by himself, totally alone, Forever alone, for miles in a pit of danger, and uh, Kane, if he, Kane, if Kane he just walks alone so much, if he walks alone so much, why did he get stuck in evolution so long? He's a fucking liar. He's listen, man. He's like, and the then wind, he became man. a guardian of the galaxy again, surrounded he's by people. Like he's never fucking wind, alone, man. He moves on yeah. all the time. He's never alone. He's he constantly alone friends. in pits of danger. He's not bringing people to pits of danger with him. Yeah, well, he just rang up Lee Pace that time and invited him to a planet and then got fucking drowned in that thing until that raccoon that saved him. It wasn't a planet of pits of danger, my friend. Well, it clearly was because he got drowned in some pits. And it was a dead giant animal. It wasn't even a planet. Yeah. I think I've made a decision here. Like I've just been sitting back and listening to you argue while I try and figure it out. <laughs> Whilst we gave coherent arguments. Sure. <laughs> I've been waiting up. I don't know why I said Lee Pace, Roman the Accuser. <laughs> it's just Lee Pace that played him. <laughs> <laughs> just phoned up Lee Pace. <laughs> Not even the fucking, the, 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 the character, the fucking actor. Yeah, I, just, I just said the actor for some reason. I was like, yeah, he phoned up Lee Pace and invited him to, an, to a fucking planet. Oh, come and uh, <laughs> hang out on this, uh, is this planet Pace. that's really an animal? Where are you right now? LA, when do you come to this weird planet? <laughs> <laughs> so the real world. I'm gonna vote for, I'm gonna vote for Lee Pace. <laughs> Jimmy, what do you reckon? I think Lee Pace wins really. Yeah, that's that after the whole bracket that we broke down two whole brackets of wrestler entrances, yeah. the winner is Lee fucking Pace. Okay, the shame man of the tournament. <laughs> Jimmy says Lee. Jimmy says Lee Pace. Scott, what do you reckon? No. Well, it's democracy. Lee Pace wins. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us <laughs> on the uh, Wrestler Entrances Tournament Breakdown. Congratulations to our winner, Lee Pace. Well done, Lee Pace. You did. You did well. That was really. You know, really good. You know there's like two dudes right now listening to this going, "Are they fucking really ending the podcast right now?" <laughs> <laughs> Pace. <laughs> we cut. We cut. Uh, 
We can't end it with Lee Pace, Scott. Did he draw game? No, tuned into the wire, guys. I really want to end it on Lee Pace. <laughs> <laughs> we can't, we can't, we get too much shit for that. And I can't so, believe this is still going. Who fucking wins, Scott? <laughs> yeah, well, who? What, what, what's the tension here? We're past the tension. We're trying to get Lee Pace to win. <laughs> yeah, oh, we've we've mended fences. We just want Lee Pace to win. Jimmy, you're on the same side. Like, if you don't, you have ten seconds, and then Lee Pace wins. It's Kane, it's gotta be Kane. Ah, oh, it's gotta be Kane. Lee Pace wins. <laughs> I'll be honest, guys. I was trying to build this whole thing where I would do the whole dramatic "I'm sorry, I love you" thing here, and you guys just kept in on me like, "Oh fuck it, it's Kane." Oh, damn it! We never said Shawn Michaels. Fuck him. Well, and that will lead us into a sequel where we discuss the next best. Nah, nah. I'm good. Because there can be only one, and that one is Lee Pace. Lee Pace wins the best. Rest of their entrance bracket. It was a close run thing. And uh, Batista and Kane ran him close. But at the end of the day, you just can't, you just can't deal with Jimmy, do you think the right person won? Oh, but beyond a shadow of a doubt. I don't understand why I didn't see it earlier. It's not only that Lee Pace is the winner. He's always been the winner in, in my heart. Scott, how do you feel right now? I feel like I, I feel good. I feel a bit drained after all that. Yeah, that's, that's usual. A lot of people have said that about Lee Pace. That it just <laughs> really brings out the best in people, but it's taxing to keep up. I personally, to bring it back to me, is um, I'm pretty happy, and I feel like the right person won, and we really reached a conclusion at this point that we really shut up the internet, and not Twitter, just the rest of the internet. But, uh, but Jimmy... Well, what have you got going on at the moment? Why don't you let us know? Any more Lee Pace-related things? Uh, you can come see me and Lee Pace October 30th in uh, Brooklyn, New York at the House of Yes for Uncanny Attractions, Drags and Drop Kicks 3, A Nightmare on Wyckoff Avenue. Uh, scheduled to appear is Effie, MV Young, and Lee Pace. Uh, remember, a card subject to change. Um, so... Uh, Pinky Sanchez also will be there uh, in a triple threat match. Uh, it's going to be on Fight TV, so if you can't make it out to the House of Yes in Brooklyn, come and find us uh, on the Fight TV app. You'll hear my voice. See my face, unfortunately. Sorry for that in advance. Also, Lee Pace rocks. Um, uh, and then, yeah, find me on Twitter at Mr. Riot. That's M-R-R-I-0-T, because Counter-Strike was a thing when I was a kid. Uh, also, uh, f- check out uh, at Wrestling Magic to see some uh, really fun promos uh, that should be going up sometime in the next couple of days, hopefully, uh, that we filmed for next month's show. And if you're in the area, come out and see us. Good stuff. Scott, what have you got going on? And let us know about <laughs> all your podcasts and all that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very busy right now because uh, you find me on Twitter at Scott1786. <laughs> you can find uh, my other podcast, Scott and Paul's Island podcast at SBRMLing with so the episodes that recently left, like, we did some rants where me ranting about Brock Lesnar got an upcoming one where Paul will rant about what happened with the Fiend at Hell in the Cell, undoubtedly. Uh, submit questions to Suplex Retreat. Uh, I believe, I can't remember, there's a Twitter, there's an email, I can't remember, I forgot, and I'll tweet it out. 
later on. Uh, but basically, find them on Facebook because they're doing the second anniversary show soon, and they're looking for questions for a quiz, like obviously wrestling related ones, obviously. So, like checking them out because like, I've been talking with the guys about what they're planning on doing for the second anniversary show, and it should be a good one. Yeah, definitely. Make sure you do that. We'll tweet out those links as well. But as always, you can find me at Nathan Grunet. Check back through the archives here. If you're on iTunes, if you wouldn't mind scrolling down just on your iTunes podcast, uh, giving us five stars, leaving a review. Go back through the archive. So you got Kayfabe Court. Uh, you got the Raw Retro Smackdown review with Jimmy and Scott. And as always, you can find us at Lee Pace. <laughs> to let it, let us know how you feel about this podcast it's at l e pace and well done well done to lee it came out of nowhere but i really felt like he deserved his place in this tournament you can find me at nathan greenway but otherwise hope you enjoyed this tournament well done lee and speak to you guys soon bye now i love you lee face <laughs> damn monster is a hideous human being without a conscience. He's looking over here at you, JR. Uncaring. Give a damn about anybody. What would, ideally, what would you like to see happen here tonight, JR? I'd like to see Bischoff get every bone in his body broken and be left in a bloody heap. And then I'd like to see Kane to walk outside the building get a seven-foot ass run over by a damn truck. Oh, <laughs> no shirt, Cody. Tell me how you're really feeling about it. Look at, look at Eric Bischoff. The shackles are coming off of that big red monster. Finally, Bischoff is going to get exactly what he deserves. You reap what you sow in this world. My daddy told me. And that's exactly what Bischoff's going to have happen here tonight. He's actually trying to, I think he's praying. He's actually saying a prayer. i got to thank the good Lord's line is busy as far as Bischoff is concerned. And here comes, here comes hell. Here comes a stinking, filthy monster. I'll never forget that face as long as I live. I'll Look at Bischoff's face. Yeah. You won't forget to look on Bischoff's face either.